Wow, oh DJ God. Andrew. I'm freaking out. I'm Producer pulling, this, Andrew. pulling the slider down to zero. That's too too soon. Too soon. No. We need we need a little music. Wait, hold on. Let me bring it back. Yeah. This is oh this God. is how we end. This is how we end the beginning. This is how we end the beginning. Goodbye. Ke- Kevin's not here. We're we're dying. I'm fine. You're I'm having dying. a moment. I'm freaking out. You had you had one extra button and a slider to do, and it's it's upended your your day. <sighs> Andrew's doing bad. Um, also, for whatever reason, wait a minute. We talked about this last time. Kevin wasn't here, and I attempted to do this. Um, you're very small right now, but I think if I click this, you're back. <laughs> this is good. Now we're oh back, my. baby. We're big. Oh my you're God. bigger than usual for me because I have a businesswoman's monitor plugged into my laptop for the first right. time. I live. Oh. I have a businesswoman's setup now. <laughs> Tony's here to pitch her LLC. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's just you know when you have so much business, you need multiple screens to do the business on. So, That's true. You, know. you have you have all your um, like Bitcoin prices on the left. Yes, and just my, like a- <laughs> the NFTs I'm considering. Uh, <laughs> colonizing or whatever you do to own those. I don't know what the, the verb is for owning those. Uh, <laughs> I have a webcam pointed at me, so I could give, I believe it's called a webinar if I wanted. Ooh, yeah. Webinar. Webinar, Tawny. Oh, my God. This is... I think this is my webinar. I think this podcast is my <laughs> webinar. Does that it track... Actually- it actually fits that I'm your main business client because, first of all, I need it and I actually derive value from it. Um, You're my client. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not podcast co-hosts. I'm a businesswoman. Andrew's my client. And you are all just listening to... Yeah. Uh, well, you're monetizing, you're monetizing the revenue stream of these sessions even further by turning it into a podcast. Exactly, exactly. It's all, it's it's part of the grind set, you know? Um, and Angles, speaking, yeah. speaking three, of grind three set. Three paychecks for every second of the day. That's that's what Tawny <laughs> brings to the table. And also <laughs> bank fraud. That's the real hustle grind set, is just to do fraud. Uh, my name is Tawny Newsom. I am not leading a webinar. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast, Yo, Is This Racist, where we listen to your voicemails about racism. But first, we get into some current events. Uh, oh, that is... Your other host, Andrew T, who also does all of those things. And we're flying. We're flying solo. I'm also a client. Um, our <laughs> producer, producer Kevin, hopefully, I was hoping, we sent him a text just before this and he answered. I was hoping he was taking a well, well-deserved break because he's, he's taking a little break. We won't, we won't blow up where he is. We'll let him do that on his own time if he chooses. He, did a, he, he, didn't, he didn't respond. He did a tap back ha-ha. That, that to me more, says he's taking a little break. Then nah, he should be even less engaged. He should have us blocked. No tap back? Wow. <laughs> Just for like That's 48 true. hours. Anytime I go out of town, I block all my closest friends and clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an honor to be your friend, but more importantly, it's an honor to be your client. <laughs> and that's the, that's what that's what I'm yeah. bringing to the table. Speaking of um, this, uh, well, no, uh, speaking of this various, the reason Tawny's like this, obviously, is we spent about 36 hours in the Bay Area. You spent more, actually, or the whole Bay Area. But you spent, we spent about 36 hours, 48 hours in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, and San Francisco when, proper, yep. When we go to San Francisco, obviously, we come back motivated to grind hard. We're here to yeah. make that tech money. We're yeah. here to, um, uh, Gentrify know, some neighborhoods. Gentrify some hoods. Yeah. S- sell and buy stuff. Did I don't, I don't know that they do those things. Stuff? I 
I don't know that. <sighs> I don't know. know what they do. That's that's as much as uh, a day and a half at SF Sketch Fest gets us grind set wise. Uh-huh. You watch you watch the grind set fade from my body just now. Yeah, it it I'm surprised it lasted this long. Um but we had a great time at SF Sketch Fest. Love that festival. Love yeah. our guests. Thanks to Eugene Cordero, Mahana Del Shiki, two funny folks who were down to talk about some racism. Yeah. Thanks for and everyone thank who you came to that out. Crowd. Yeah. yeah. Good crowd. Holy moly. That was it was um uh yeah, so like really nice. Really nice to see so many faces. Really, really nice that we were able to roll the dice so many times on the um on the people come up to the mic, which always makes me nervous. But it was Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. It could have really crashed and burned and everybody pretty much stuck the landing. So good job. Yeah. Good wonderful job. stuff. Just know that when you come up to the mic at a live show, you're a risk, and you're a risk we are willing to take. Yeah. We love you so much that we're willing to put our shows on the line. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fun. It was had we had some good questions. We had some big laughs. We had a little audio visual component. We went above um, and beyond. We really did. And my only, my real only regret from that performance, mainly based on how hungry I wound up being and how much worse the subsequent food I got was, was not actually eating that clam chowder on stage. In the <sighs> grand scheme of things, that actually would have been, as far as the night shook out, the the retrospect of it actually is the club chowder would have been the best thing for me to eat. That's a fact. <laughs> it would not have been. It's a bowl of milk and you're a grown man. It would have been bad. I'm not saying it wouldn't <laughs> have been bad. I'm just saying it would have been better than what happened. Okay. What happened What happened was nearly 3 a.m. like delivery Chinese food in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> yeah. In a city with some of the best Chinese food in America, you really did order some of the worst Chinese food on offer. Possible. Yeah. yeah. The most the most awake, like the restaurant people were awake Chinese food in San Francisco. Yeah. It was rough. And then we talked about this on our premium show, Yo Can We Live, which if you don't know what that is, it's the Racism Antidote show where we just talk about fun shit and cool people of color hanging out and doing inspiring things. That can be subscribed to on our, uh, our premium site, suboptimalpods.com. Uh, we talked about this there, but... Just got to give a shout. The next day, next day dim sum, Hong oh, Kong yeah. Lounge. Ooh, Thanks to uh, Jimmy O. Yang and Bree Kimmel for the wreck. That's right. Real, real good wreck. So good. Yeah. Do we, do we have what, the, the tripe? The tripe was on point. And you know what? I understand the tripe isn't for everyone. The tripe was really on point. Look, I, I grew up in a, in a black people chitlins forward household, so I've been cured of any um, entrail-focused <laughs> dishes. I've done it. I've been there. I've had it. I don't need it anymore, but I, I respect your right to do so, and I would fight and die for your right to be able to eat it. And that's, that's what's important. That's, that's freedom. That's that is freedom. freedom. Right there. Yeah. You can um, eat all the tripe you want. <laughs> you can even eat a lot of tripe I don't want. That's the key. Are we yeah. ready to talk about... What are you going to say? Well, I was going to do the older racism news um, oh, because yeah. then we can do the more current stuff. So, since we missed a week of doing this show without an audience in front of us, um, yes. we missed, I believe, I don't actually totally remember, but the, the racism news I wanted to talk about, had we not had the live show, what I would have t- wanted to talk about desperately was all the like um, uh, 
I don't know, just the normal, the normal, the normal cadre of racists um, getting mad because uh, chat GPT, which is like that, like AI chat bot thing that is, doesn't work well. And everyone is like, this is the future of AI, but clearly because it's a commercial product, it has also been programmed um, to not be a, basically, I feel like every other time they do AI bots um, because it's online the bots become racist like immediately because it's just using data <laughs> from the people who want to interact with AI the most. And the evidence strongly suggests that the people, those people are racist as fuck. So ChatGPT, the programmers clearly are like, yeah, this thing can just listen and in con- conversing, it gains data and it looks shit up on the internet and it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. But also under no circumstances will it say the N-word or probably a bunch of other slurs, no matter what. Um, because they're trying to sell this thing, and they also know that if, you know, basically an unfettered AI, which only has access to the internet and people who care about AI, becomes racist immediately. Sure. Okay, so they built in, like, a <laughs> firewall or whatever to be like, yeah. don't say the N-word. Okay. Yeah, no I'm matter le- what. <laughs> Uh, FYI, listeners, I'm learning about this on mic, so yeah. come with me. I, I started to pitch to, to say, to, well, you know, that ChatGPT thing happened, and the look on Tawny's face told me that we had to do this whole thing on mic. I just said that's the most on. <laughs> you said that ChatGPT thing won't say the N-word to defuse a nuclear bomb, and I, I just said that's the most online sentence I've ever heard. I really thought I was free from from this like type of brain, but I'm not. No, please. So please. So okay. So some got, somebody tried to get it to say it, and, and so it basically, basically, you know, because again, because the majority of these people who interact with AI are these like you know racist, um, racist trolls. But I feel like troll doesn't really work to describe these people because they are racist. They're not like saying these things to like oh it's just to get a reaction like. Say, being right. a person who you could says be a troll things. for with yeah. anything, you could be a troll just by eating soup on mic <laughs> often yeah. on a podcast. <laughs> oh well, I wouldn't say that. That feels. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I'm yeah. just saying. There's lots of ways hypothetically, to be a troll. Hypothetically, hypothetically, but so yeah, so so these are just racists, um, but online racists, we'll call them. Someone fed in a thing that basically is like the. It's a little bit like the same. I mean, I feel like I. Like in the olden days of Yo Is This Racist on Tumblr, I would get this every now and again. And it's just like boring and juvenile and racist. But it's like, oh, so you wouldn't even say the N-word to like defuse a nuclear bomb? You know, like a like a seven-year-old's like right. version of discourse about racism. It's like, oh, so you can't say a word under any circumstances? What about if, you know, so they fed this like juvenile racist hypothetical to ChatGPT. But hilariously, because... <laughs> Look, I I don't fucking know what the programming is or like, you know, the 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 extra, you know, beyond AI programming of this is. But basically, it's like, you know, it sets up a hypothetical scenario that's like if you were, you know, the nuclear bomb was going to wipe out like all of humanity and the only thing that could save it <laughs> to prevent the nuclear bomb from going off is saying the N-word, would it be morally permissible? And oh God. ChatGPT responded with some version of like, it is never okay to say <laughs> the um, What if the person defusing the nuclear bomb is a yeah. rapper who's black? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about if they're Puerto Rican? <laughs> you yeah. know, so like, what if they just grew up in the culture and they didn't know any different until they left that community? 
Yeah, it's really like unbelievably like I don't know. Like like this is this is what people care about. My other my thought though was like what nuclear bomb is this? <laughs> I think I mean it was one designed by someone who just loves the n-word i guess because they're just like who's gonna say it who's gonna save humanity this is this is yeah just a little racist moral conundrum this is this is like if um fucking and actually uh online racist ben shapiro was one of those people that was so mad about this but um you know because he has his little like fucking racist um hollywood quote-unquote hollywood Let's call it mm-hmm. Inland Empire Studio. Oof, <laughs> um, oof, oof. Damn, damn. Um, this is like, this exactly, that bomb is as if he got to do his, his Avengers would be diffusing that bomb. Sure. His his little Castaic studio. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Castaic. They did nothing to me. I just, you know, they, they've done nothing to me but be a, a mountainous, commutable place to live and work for people. <laughs> And some of those people, probably a lot more of them, a little more racist than we would like. It's a rough area. It's a rough area. I looked over there when I was going to buy a house and I was like, nope. Um, Things happen. Things happen. We understand. Um, Guys, I I don't know what to tell you. I didn't know what chat GPT was before we started this (laughs) podcast. I still don't know what it is. I guess it's just a chat bot yeah. it's just a bot that chats with you it's a, it's a chat bot that they're like this thing has it has access to the internet so often if you ask it a question like who's da 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 it mostly spits out the wikipedia entry but also because it has no like bullshit filter like so often, it's siri yeah or alexa kinda. they're the yeah. same thing you can talk yeah. you can have a chat with siri it's like that it's like you type it in but also because it has no ability to discern truth um yeah it like will often mix in incorrect facts or like take like someone's like fake thing on the internet and mix it with the Wikipedia. Um, Got it. I watched I watched a video this morning of ChatGPT playing chess because you can like tell it like, hey, let's play a game of chess and like da da da. And it was just like it made three legal moves and then just started making like like teleporting the queen around the board and like just replacing. Uh, it it just is like you know the messy little cheater. Yeah, it's it's the look, it is exactly like if you had something that was capable of learning but credulously took the totality of the internet minus yeah. possibly just the n-word in, it's exactly that. It's like it's, you know, I guess it will possibly get smarter one day, but um it's being fed absolute garbage. So, let's what see do you how- think <laughs> What do you think Siri does when you ask her to say the N word? Um, <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, like, they haven't been mad about that. No one's been like Siri and Alexa won't say these slurs. Like, why all of a sudden is this? I a think thing? it's because racists feel such an ownership over AI. Oh. Um, and, and you know, so they're like, this is our, you know, because in previous iterations they've managed to turn the AI racist again, like in a heartbeat. It basically becomes racist immediately. Truly. Um, the other thing is also, I think, because Siri and Alexa are not advertised as because you know the culture, these fucking dumbass racist tech bros, like 
the whole thing is like, it's a complete meritocracy. It's just all the information. And right. they are really offended that this thing that purports to be like so open, quote unquote, in their eyes, but like obviously they just like it when it confirms their biases. They, yeah. They're upset that this thing claims to be open has these like stop gaps that prevent it from being racist. Whereas right. I, I mean, I would say clearly Siri be, being a, like such a corporate product doesn't ever pretend that it would, there's no world where you would imagine it would say it, I guess. Sure. Because it's so tightly Apple controlled or, or Amazon controlled. Will you just indulge me for a moment? <laughs> yes, please go ahead. Hey Siri, will you say the N-word? Oh, you can't hear her. She said, hmm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something I can help with? <laughs> Siri, will you say the N-word? Hmm, I don't have an answer for that. And she's not even talking. She got super <laughs> silent. She's just, she put text on the screen. <laughs> That's, okay. Not only say, well, will she not say the word, she wouldn't say any word. She, she got so white respond. lady scared. Yeah. That's <laughs> this a, is the equivalent think, of white lady working out at her gym and is like, can you turn off that rap music? I heard the N word in there. <laughs> yeah. They know that Siri is a well-meaning, you know, <laughs> slightly left-leaning, moderate left white woman. They know yeah. that. Yeah. They know that. They so know they're that. they're not under any illusions. Whereas they think Chat GPT is like born in the fucking racist dreck with them, and they're mad that they don't um, have. Look, I don't fucking know totally, but I feel <laughs> extremely confident on my read on their brain, their tiny brains, their tiny oh. racist brains. Well, I'm glad we got to learn about that together. Meet me in the audience. I'm glad we did. <laughs> well, this is part two of our webinar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being such a good client who teaches me things and then pays mm-hmm. me for this session. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so part part three of the webinar is uh, uh, Fenty Bowl. The Fenty Bowl. <laughs> I I got. I'm calling it that because I only watched the 13 minute Rihanna performance. That I did was... not watch the football pageant that happened on either side of it. So lovely. Um, we, I was, you know, sort of decompressing from having been on a relatively long drive. And I actually thought I had missed the Super Bowl, but then I had I it. Told then you, I told you. Like, Here it comes. It's yeah, starting. And then I was like, I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I needed a nap pretty bad. I'll be honest. But you did inform me that, uh, I believe it was Cheryl Lee Ralph saying, yes. lift every voice and sing, a.k.a. the Black National Anthem. Uh, I, I'm realizing this whole opening of our show today is basically us taking the racists' bait, but <laughs> um, the online <laughs> racists were so, were mad. Um, just various, you know, right-wing public Twitter racists. One of them, one of the those guys, that fucking Benny dude, who right-wing racist guy was like uh it should be illegal to sing the quote black national anthem <laughs> <laughs> illegal songs Which should be illegal amazing uh-huh. i guess you know what, what that in is the town from footloose ass bullshit is this <laughs> that is definitely what he believes <laughs> to be fair <laughs> he, like, he's racist I guess for whatever, whatever, the most generous interpretation of any of these racists is that, like, you know, there's one national anthem because it's supposed to be that we're a unified, whatever, whatever. If if there's any of those people that I'm giving a, a, a huge amount of generosity to that are mad about yeah. the black national anthem, I guess I would just say, like, well, in a way, there are two Americas, whether you're happy about it or not. So mm-hmm. don't you at least want the one that has 
overwhelmingly better music to also <laughs> perform their music at events. Like, come on. There's, if there's going to be two Americas, which, you know, maybe one day there doesn't have to be, or maybe in some ways there isn't, don't you want the ones that uh, have just really absolutely brought the heat for hundreds of yeah, years in the entertainment wise. department? Don't you want us bringing our shit to the big football celebrations? I don't know. Wouldn't you rather that? You don't want to sing dusty-ass Francis Scott Key's emotional dirge about cannons and shit all the time? Also, the other verses of that are racist as fuck. Here's a good, here's a good uh, measure of a uh, good national anthem. Is could you also mostly... Francis Scott Key pick a better key to put it in? You put yeah. it in such a weird key originally that it has to span a whole ass octave. <laughs> Nobody but acrobatic vocalists can sing the motherfucking thing. I certainly can. Francis and you Scott can... Key. It, it's the the fact that. It was it, the instrumentals of that are best played on a kazoo. Really tells you what kind of music we're talking about here. That's the first sucks. six notes. I guess this is just Tawny drags the national anthem. The first six notes of the national anthem feel like somebody is figuring out the how far their hands can stretch on a piano. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Like that shit goes so far afield. <laughs> like they actually have no idea where they're going next. Trash ass song. Fuck that's it right, I said trash. it. Trash. That's right. Fuck the song. Fuck trash. The music. <laughs> fuck the national anthem. That's what Andrew says. Fuck the first six bars of the national anthem. <laughs> says Tony. <laughs> Musically and the and the climax and the climax and the rockets. Red. That's supposed to imp- inspire people to go fight to go rush some bad guys. Someone well, squealing, running out of air. Get out of I here. I think it really, it really is some like. Yeah, this was this was from the days when like you'd be like I'd I'd die for that opera singer. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what what we need is just a real uh, a diva in the oldest sense, the oldest and I will say it worst sense of the word. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> to people really mad about that. Well, and people are also mad at Rihanna's performance, which this isn't really racism news, other than just like, of course, black women are held to the. Uh, impossible disgusting standards at all times but the fact that we had a visibly pregnant woman singing her career spanning decades spanning uh hits uh, from atop a floating you know uh tortilla chip in the sky (laughs) for 13 minutes and people are still like she barely danced i'm like have you uh, tell me you're not a rihanna fan without telling me you're not a rihanna fan bitch never danced she doesn't really dance she fucking struts and she sings and she churns out hits. And that's what yeah. she did. And she announced a pregnancy and she brought out no guests. I don't have the statistics for this, but I want to know the last time a female performer, a woman performer of color performed yeah. the Super Bowl and brought no men out. There were no male singing guests on stage. There was no like Drake to like validate her her performance of that song with them or nobody came out. We heard that that first bar of that Kanye tune. There was no Kanye. There was yeah. nobody. And that to it has me is to powerful. Be, yeah, it has to be never, obviously. It really is. It like, has to be. Even Katy yeah. Perry, when she had all her dragons and shit, which was a fun-ass performance. She brought somebody out. I don't remember who, but I just remember being like, man, this is a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was, I the I mean, yeah, the racists in general just mad at the existence of blackness. Um, I don't, I feel like we shouldn't, like, repeat any of it. Needless to say, they're fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, 
I was also, living. She pulled out her little Fenty translucent powder and I jumped up out of my chair and ran around the house. I could not believe the the insane product placement. Such insanity. But I, I don't know. I love her. I was it was nice waking up from my nap and watching your Twitter reactions. <laughs> I, I'm but, like not even really on Twitter these days, but I just had to yeah. jump on and be like, the translucent powder of all well, the may- things. Mainly because I was super aware that you had only just tuned in. <laughs> I was like, well, I know Tanya was watching the game because I just spoke to her. Yep. Nope. It's literally just that 13 minutes. It was, really, it was really a wonderful way to do it. It was great. Uh, That's fucking, all I have to say about Fenty Bowl. Fucking delightful. I, I hey, did great. look at this. We managed to go quite long already, which is wonderful for us. Partially because I think we were, yeah, once again, we're, we're just, we're, we're loose right now. No one's, no one's in charge. <laughs> I'm I'm running tech. It's bad. and you had to explain to me what a chat chat G, GPS That's right. was. That's so. a little a little seminar, a little tech seminar. So um, yeah, I guess uh, tune in to part two of our seminar: how to how to make tech stuff. We're fine. How to make Go. tech stuff work for you? Mm-hmm. 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 People of yeah, people uh, people of color in tech like uh, a new a new opportunity. There it is. This is um, listen this is to this ad, and then when we come back, we're gonna do some voicemails. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're we back. back. Okay, this is once again gonna try to do this here. We're doing um, a rare. It's been a while since we've had to make this announcement, but um, this one, this one's a little on the longer side. But also, this is a follow up from our live show, um, sort of. This is this is a follow up from the Columbus Police Department kind of thing. Um, so let's let's see if this goes. Uh, not a question. Tattling on Columbus. I had seen the thing about the Black History Police Cruiser. Did some googling. And found some more troubling things. There is a black commander. Um, she's a woman who is currently facing charges of discrimination um, for essentially saying systemic racism exists within her department, um, saying that telling black officers that certain white officers above them view them lower, and this is leading to her like being charged i'm not quite sure how it works uh there's a lawsuit against her the things they said is he essentially said there's certain black people in the department who are not working to help other black people they're working to uphold white supremacy um she had previously faced like she brought a racial discrimination suit against the police force and what happened was she got $2, like she won, and they gave her $2. They said on two accounts, like each each $1. You're right, it happened, but we'll give you $1. And they tried to take her out in 2018. Like there's quotes saying that. She won that one. And now they're just trying again. And it's fucking despicable. And Columbus Police is about the most corrupt they can be. All right. We... Never do follow-ups. I was mostly interested in this to ask a broader question, which is just like, 
this is this is as good as it gets as far as like trying to change things from the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, like in what version? Not not how do we fix the cops because we don't know. But like, what more evidence do you need? I guess that this shit is not fixable. I know, and so many people, I don't know, just aren't ready to get there. Yeah, and all I can say is, let us know when you are. <laughs> Right. I mean, the gall of this police department to settle on a racism claim, though the award was apparently $2. I guess we haven't fact-checked any of this. I could have, but I didn't. Um, Still, a caller feels uh, reasonable. And then put out that fucking, like, uh, civil rights mobile. Yeah. I'm just, like, grinding my normal axe here. I'm also a little confused about the two dollar thing. I didn't quite track what that so, is. So she she had she had uh, previously like um, made a claim and been found to like you know a, a sort of racial discrimination claim. I think is what right. people are saying. And she it was she was found in favor of. Like, oh, and so that's what they're paying. But the yeah the the um, the penalty wound up being two dollars. So it was like a slap on the not a, not even a slap on the wrist. Uh, it was a nothing to the police department and a slap in the face to her. Right. It was literally just a, a gesture, not even an empty gesture. Yeah, like you said, a slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking trash. And <laughs> yeah, it's like I guess it's like what does it take to keep? Because she's still there. Like at what point do you give up right. on this? And this is why when we say things like, hey, a lot of times black cops aren't your friends either. Sometimes it's not for lack of trying. Sometimes it's that in order for them to keep their jobs, and you could call yeah. that a for lack of trying, but I think there's shades of gray in this. There, There is nothing to be done, and a lot of them are at varying levels of acceptance of that. Um, yeah. So like that's not an excuse. It's more system. like a... Yeah, exactly. It's like a, the existence of black cops does not... Uh, fix these systemic issues. If anything, those are people who are just having pressure applied to them in the same ways that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it is like, it's also like, well, then don't be a cop. And then it's like, I guess the right. other side right, of it is but... like, how much worse would the cops be if they were literally all white? <laughs> you know, uh, like, that's the thing that is actually hard to think about. Yeah. I mean, well, that's how they started. So. Yeah. It hasn't come it hasn't come that far. I just don't have like I don't know why it's appealing to me to like maybe because I'm like relatively is that a little little bird? There is a bird that sounds like it is inside my it's little so I'm cute. recording from the Airstream trailer today and that bird is real present. I'm like, is New she setup. In here? This is just a, a tiny preview of what it's like being on Yo Can We Live, uh, our premium <laughs> show, suboptimalpods.com. Oh, yeah. Yo Can We Live is mostly birds um, talking about dim sum. <laughs> this is this is how fucked up I, in retrospect, obviously, this question, not at all fun. So we need to inject a little bit of Yo Can We Live just to get our brains out of how depressing this I question might be. I think that bird being. felt how much of a downer it was and injected herself into this and was like, yeah. you guys got to lighten it up. The bird... Better producer than Andrew. I think that's what we can all agree. <laughs> Thank you, Bird. I wonder what kind she is. I can't see her. I think she's on the roof. All right. Well, thank you to this caller so for cute. the... I know. Thanks for actually looking shit up. But like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's just like, you know, add this to the pile of evidence. That's like, you can't fix this. You can't fix this system that like 
refuses. You can't throw more money at the system for sure. You shouldn't. That's all. It's depressing. Sorry for doing that. Here's uh, here's one that is. <laughs> I'm so losing faith at my voicemail selection this week, but hopefully this is no, at least a fine. little a little more complicated, a little more interesting. Um, here's the next voicemail. Hi, Yo Gang. I am out running errands, and I just saw a mom and her little kid, maybe four years old. They were about to walk into the store. And I heard the mom say, time to go into ninja mode. And they put their masks on. I liked it because the kid was really excited when she said it. But it also made me cringe because it felt racist. Um, Additional context, (laughs) it was uh, a black family. Because when I first heard it, I thought that's obviously going to be a white lady. And it was not. What do you guys think? <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble? Why? Yeah. Well, mostly because uh, I have one very specific friend who's such a black weeb that I'm going to say something that will... Zeke doesn't listen to this shit. He doesn't care. <laughs> um, and it really isn't about the the black folks at all in this um, and the blackness of it. Um, however, I guess it is interesting. The thing that was interesting to me was like another situation where the white collar is like, what do I do with this thing that isn't the worst? Yeah. But isn't, you know, it's not cool, but it's like whatever also. Yeah. I guess I'm also like, I don't know. Ninjas have been so... Like is sanitize yeah. the word I want. Like uh, they've been so mainstreamized and taken yeah. away from any sort of Asianness or even Asian stereotype in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think for they, me, I, I was like, "What is the actual problem here?" Because I'm like, "All right." Like if she was like, "Let's go cowboy mode," which is what the racists always say. And and here's here's the little tiny response, which is that like. The reason those are different is because white people are known as a lot of other shit besides cowboys. Sure, sure. And mostly still Asian people are mostly still, you know, everywhere from ninja to samurai to kung fu master. (laughs) You know, the whole range of things Asian people can be. Right, yeah. And it's a little bit my lens that's thinking of ninja as a broader thing because just, you know, I've just, seen it portrayed in media as so divorced from any sense of Asian-ness. Yeah. It'd be different if she was like, now let's go into geisha mode and put on like a red lipstick or something. We'd be like, ooh, hey lady, maybe let's work on that. Yeah. So for me, I'm just like, oh, that's a cute way to get a kid to wear a mask. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it is, it is a stereotype that has been chipped away at. So I think that also is like, you know, less and less. Um, I think like something like ninja mode probably would have bothered me ironically at a time in my life when it would not have bothered me at all. But like when I was like, you know, seven or or like when I was like 14 and like, I'm like just feeling frustrated that there's nothing I can see of myself at all, because you might be surprised to learn that Andrew's not very stealthy or good at. Oh no. um, He didn't get, he he didn't even get okay at fighting until he was almost 30. Um, You wouldn't be a good cat burglar. No. I could steal from a cat. 
Actually, I that's couldn't the steal other... from a cat. No, you could not. No, <laughs> who could steal from a cat? Cat-like reflexes. That's their whole yeah. thing. I could um, trick a cat. I couldn't trick a how? cat. How? I don't how know. How would man. you know they were tricked <laughs> you're, mentally? You're really, you're really. <laughs> I feel a good segment for later on is do you think Andrew could outsmart a cat? Could you trick a cat? Or um, not do you think? Because no one thinks I could outsmart a cat. But <laughs> what would I have to do to outsmart a cat? That's the question. That's the segment? Man, that's going to be a, either a, the longest segment in the world or a very quick segment. Um, I, just, I think I could do it. I guess I was just thinking of other shit that you could make the little kid do. But like then it's all super problematic for a black kid. You don't want to make him like a burglar yeah. or a robber. You know, maybe it's like time to go into, you know, on-call surgeon mode. Like, that's not fun. (laughs) Who else wears a mask? Dental hygienist. Time to clock it at the ER. (laughs) Time to be, uh, you know, an exterminator. And then when when they leave the grocery store, you could, they could be like, okay, it's time to tell the family they didn't make it. That's when you can pull off your mask. I just, yeah, there's not there's not fun shit. Ninja's the only fun thing that wears a mask. Give me another yeah. fun thing that wears a mask. And I'll absolve this black or and I'll tell this black family they're wrong. But until then I know. Yeah. I, I mean look, I think it is like again, the, the nice thing about it is to the extent that it matters, is there are so much more is so much more representation of mm-hmm. Asian jobs. Because <laughs> it's a yeah. job. And ninja's no. a job for sure. No one's disputing that. Ninja's a job. Yeah, no, uh, look, hey, I'm not one to take away from <laughs> the work that ninjas do. Yeah. So we all have to we have to respect the hustle, the ninja grind set of putting in their hours, oh my God. making NFTs. The ninja grind set has ended me, and I think we need to end the podcast. Do you know what is awful? I was going to say, actually, that is the thing I hate the most, is I, I'm way less bothered than the, about this than, like, those, like, white coders or even worse, Asian coders that are, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a blockchain ninja or whatever the fuck those people say about themselves. I, also I just think as long as you're talking is. to a child, yeah, you don't want to know. It's, it's. Terrible. Everything's terrible. We are barely holding it together. And so... The yeah. bird is doing great, though. She has the bird. really come through at the end of this episode for us. Do you know the phone number, bird? I think she said 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE, according to the bird. <laughs> the bird. Guess uh, new co-host, bird, bird perverted co-host, when... <laughs> we have to get out of here. This is so off the rails. I'm oh my bird. god, I'm I'm retiring in favor of a bird. That feels right. <laughs> um, all right. Um, let's see. Everyone, go on online wherever you want to and find Kevin J. Bartelt and tell him you miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tronny Newman, tell her go online and tell Tronny Newman at Tronny Newman with just your bird and best bird impression. <laughs> Yeah, she sent me all your bird impressions. <laughs> uh, and I'm Andrew T. Suboptimal pods. Yo, is this racist? What else? I don't know. That's it. We're done. We're we're listen. We're barely hanging on. I'm yeah. actually gonna once once we stop recording, I'm gonna have to figure out a bunch of shit about <laughs> this recording. So, oh yeah, you got a lot of work for, to do. To that end, uh, that's it. That's a podcast piece. Bye. This is suboptimal.